My loneliness is killing me. I must confess, I still believe. <laughs> what? No, I still believe. Still believe. Okay, oh that's what it gosh, is. Okay, I've, I've never been a backup singer. I don't know the other parts. <sighs> Wait, all right. Sorry. Are we doing it again? No, we're not doing it that's again. It? You ruined it. Yes. That was it. Hi, everybody. I thought it was like... Bah, bah, nah. Like no, I thought it's, that was... Still believe. Still believe. And now it's like... Bah, nah, nah. Yeah. Lose my mind. Give me a sign. Hit me, me baby, baby, one, one more time. time. Probably the only word, part of the song I really know. Yeah. That actual so. words, too. <laughs> you ruined it, though. People have been asking that we start the show with that song. What's up? What's going on? What is up, everybody? Welcome back uh, to the pod. The Bromos. I actually... Homemade Nachos podcast was actually going to be one the name. That was like a working title. Why? The home, I don't I have no idea. I found this thing. It was like... I was making a logo and I saw Nachos and I was like, oh, that would be cool to have in the logo. Nice. When you were a kid, <laughs> that's the end of the story. What? That's it? Yeah. When you were a kid, did you ever do the uh, try to make nachos at home? I always make nachos. Ask what you do. What? What do you do? I make them now, and I'm like I'm known for my nachos. Oh really? Yeah, I put chips down. Okay. Then the meat. Yep. The cheese on top. Then you melt it. Okay, so like real nachos. Yeah. I'm saying like as a kid. Did you ever like try to make nachos as a kid? No. Okay, when I was a kid, me and my brother would love to make nachos, but it wasn't nachos. We just put chips in a bowl and put like American cheese slices on top and microwave it. Disgusting. It was so gross. We loved cheese. it. We loved it. Just, no, we just do craft singles. Cheddar or like, you know, the Mexican cheddar, like the mm-hmm. Mexican like blend. Oh, then that's totally different. Like guac. Yeah, that's, that's really fancy. Guac. I put, I chopped some olives in there. Really? Yeah, like black olives. Sounds really good. Uh, salsa on top. What else? We're a food Sour cream. Now. What? We're just a food podcast now. We are a food podcast. We switched. We're it's actually my switching Rican. our name. This is us announcing that we are switching homemade the name to Homemade Nachos Podcast. But I, I just found that the other day when I was looking at all the logos I made. And it was mm-hmm. like, uh, I was like, what? I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to do that at one point. Homemade Nachos. <laughs> Easier email. That's a pretty good podcast name. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they homemade can spell nachos. Homemade Nacho, I think. Yeah, nobody can spell what we have, the Bromo Sapiens. <laughs> Uh, so we are. What, what are we talking about today? We're going over fan theories. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to get into a debate club later on. Uh, so our fan. So fan theory. What is a fan theory? I guess it's uh, to to really. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. But I mean, like, it's just an idea that explains away like sometimes questions or ideas that happen about like movies and tv shows so say you watch a show or a movie and something isn't explained well or there's something confusing fans will kind of make their own theories on what happened or why something happens um usually they're not like confirmed by like the the writers or mm-hmm. directors it's just something that people made up that kind of makes sense right yeah it's usually like it's non-canon it doesn't have anything to do with what we saw it's just imagination Yes, basically. Uh, This is like a definition of it. It says it's you are temporarily taking narrative control away from the original writers and exhibiting Mm. some of your own. Wow. That feels really profound. It. (laughs) Yeah, it's Google. It's empowering. Yeah. (laughs) Look at us. So we're just going to. There's hundreds. 
yeah. of TV show and movie uh, theories. And we're just going to go over some. I don't think we really... I have four four movies. You have more TV shows. Actually, all of yours are TV shows. Yeah. Except for one. All of mine are movies except for one. So yeah. let's go. I'll start because I was listening to the last few podcasts and I always let you guys start. And it's really selfless of me. So I'm just going to be selfish this week wow. and, and take the first the first one. So You're such a good guy, Caleb. I know. So the first fan theory <laughs> is that Sandy from – this is from the movie Grease. If you've ever seen the movie Grease. The fan theory is that Sandy uh, – I don't know her last name. I don't know. Sandy Cheeks? No, that's from SpongeBob. Sandy, uh, Australia. She, that's it. it. So she actually died at the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. And the whole movie is just her like fever dream right before she passes away. So trippy. Which explains how weird the movie is. Yeah. (laughs) How there's like a bunch of. You know, 37-year-old people in high school. This is like the car float away at the end. And the car floats away, like how everything is a musical. Uh, And that is the theory behind that. I don't know. John Travolta's Travolta's (laughs) there. Just him being in it must be a dream. (laughs) It makes sense, kind of, I guess. I don't know. I think the thing at the end is the weird part. Very weird. They're flying. Like, they get into the car, and then they... Start flying. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, everyone's just like, yeah. Everyone's just like, cool. yeah, bye, Sandy, bye, Danny. <laughs> and, because uh, at the, in, in, um, in the one song, Danny says that he saved her from drowning. He said she nearly drowned in, uh, Summer, Summer Nights, uh, no, Summer Lovin'. Is that what it's called? Summer, summer Lovin'. Lovin'. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> I'll sing the girl part. <laughs> I don't know the words. Keep going. It's Summer, summer Lovin'. You know Lovin'. it. Sandy is dead. (laughs) That's what it says, right? That is the words. Yeah, it's summer loving. Sandy is dead. Summer loving. Got hit in the head. In the head. (laughs) My wife is giving me singing lessons, so it's all her fault. Yeah. They are, uh, you need to uh, get a refund. (laughs) You're scratching your ears out. Just blame her. Um, That's a, it's pretty interesting. one. I don't, I don't know if I like, I hate the ones where they're like everything is all a dream and everything mm-hmm. is not real and and yeah. But uh, I think this one kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's not bad. I I think a lot of them are usually pretty lazy, but this one this one definitely is not bad. Yeah. So Sandy actually is dead the whole movie. So if you watch next time you watch Grease, uh, look for the signs that it's fantasy and not real. <laughs> <laughs> My first one's uh, Tom and Jerry. So okay. again, just <laughs> no no young adults. <laughs> So most of them now at this point, I mean, someone who's 18 years old doesn't even, probably didn't even see Tom and Jerry on TV, except on like Boomerang. Um, but love Tom and Jerry. The, the fan theory is that it's just that Jerry's the bad guy. Jerry's the bad guy, not Tom. And I mean, if you just think about it even for a moment, it just makes a ton of sense. I mean, like if you own a cat, most most people who own cats, like one of the pros is that cats take care of mice, which are not good. Mice are not good in your house. They mess up the foundation. They poop everywhere. They they carry diseases. Dude, just doing his job. He's just a good cat. Just trying his best. And Jerry is so insanely violent. It's just crazy that the show just allows the violence that happens in that show like go on. Yeah, like, it's just wild. So yeah, just the fan theory is just that 
Jerry's the bad guy. This is one that I, I I'm passionate about this. I don't know if you knew this one, but I will argue this to the day I die. But yes, that is 100% true. I don't even think it's a fan theory. I think it's just it's fact. It's a fact mm-hmm. that I mean, you said it yourself. Like a cat is there to stop mice from being in the house. Yeah. And Jerry just keeps trying to live in their house. Like, and he's like senselessly like violent for no reason. It's so bad. No reason. And he like tries to kill Tom and Tom just a lot of times too. Tom is like cool with Jerry. Like there's episodes where they're fine with each other. And like Jerry's just a jerk. He's just an absolute jerk. And uh, I, I, I don't, I do not like Jerry and anyone who, Mm -hmm. who argues that Jerry is the hero of Tom and Jerry. Yeah. They have no idea. They have no moral compass. Mm -hmm. They have no uh, sense of right and wrong. And they're probably serial killers. Probably sickos. If you believe that Jerry is the hero. Yeah. I mean, go to a a psychiatrist. Messed up stuff. Dude, he does. <laughs> Tom has the worst life I on like know, of he's cartoon just history. To do his job, man, <laughs> and Jerry just screws it all up, trying to like yeah. live his life in the house. And like you said, how bad mice are for your your foundation and, and mm-hmm. what they do. Like they could bring disease into your house, and it the, the show paints Tom as if he's the bad guy for just trying to protect his family. It's what a cat is supposed to do. Yeah, you know I. I pray for the the mice that try to come into our house. They're done. Yeah, have Jasmine. You, have you had your cats ever uh, uh, catch a mouse? Yeah, my Mister used to. Uh, whenever we had one in the house, he would. I mean, he's always he's like you know the biggest like love love bug ever. But when oh, yeah. he um when there's a mouse a mouse in the house, he is. He's on a uh, on hunting mode, and it's really cool to see. And like you work wow. together almost. There's times when like we would like the we know, knew the mouse would like run under like a a, a dresser or something, and uh, and you know he we would like move like I'd be like almost say to him like dude I'm gonna move it right now and then you're gonna like catch it <laughs> like your boys and yeah <laughs> like it. we're boys and we know like we could read each other's body language and we know what's what's up and and there's t- there was a one time when he caught a mouse in the middle of the night killed it and like had blood all over him and oh there was God. like streaks of blood on the on the ground and he just like brought it over to us and was just like oh he brought it wasn't me he brought it to my dad right nice. <clears throat> so what they say about dogs is that or dogs what they say about cats <laughs> is that if a cat brings you a live mouse which mister has done before uh-huh. they trust you enough to kill it they trust you to make the kill. That's the reason oh why goodness. they would bring a live animal to you. That's trippy. Anytime they bring something dead, is they're trying to provide for you because they don't think that you can provide for oh, yourself. Wow. So Jasmine, I yeah. I haven't had her long enough uh, to where Jasmine Sky's cat, who she's had since you know Jasmine was a kitten, but we just got married a few years ago, so I've only had Jasmine in the house for about two years. We haven't had mice yet or any animals but jasmine used to be an outside cat Mm -hmm. she would always bring dead things to their doorstep and just leave it there like little (laughs) little like either mice or moles or like birds moles moles yeah those are kind of big right no they're like the size of mice. some are the size of mice like oh okay okay yeah they're not that much but yeah she would um she would just leave it there so jasmine does not 
she doesn't think that Sky's family no respect. Yeah, no, she's respect. no respect for them. She doesn't think they could provide for themselves. So she was trying to take it upon herself to prov- to provide. Mister has brought live things to me, so uh-huh. Miss, me and Mister are boys. He knows. Yeah, he trusts me to make that kill. Yeah. Um. Some but, people at home are just really reconsidering their relationship with their cat right now. Yeah. Like really devastated. I just yeah. I just I. <laughs> you I, don't I, think I can provide? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember it was like a baby squirrel or something that Mister caught once, or maybe it was just a mouse. But I remember, yeah, he brought it and then it just he dropped it and it ran off. Oh my god, uh, that was a long time ago though. Like yeah. this was when he was like, he was a kitten, and he's you know he's gonna be thirteen this year. He's an old guy, but wow. yeah, hundred percent. Tom is the hero, not the villain. Um, but I actually I don't know if you know this, but I'm afraid. I have a phobia of mice. Really? Um, growing up in New York, we had a rat once when I was like really little. And a New York rat is not – you have no idea. You have no idea. They're massive. Dude. Massive. It's just we, like a raccoon size. We were in – keep that thought. We were in Baltimore mm-hmm. uh, and we were just driving through like the kind of like Project. sketchy area mm-hmm. of it. Not like terrible, but we were just trying to get to where we were going and we had to go through it. And dude, we saw a rat. It, yeah, it looked like a raccoon. It yeah, was massive. huge. Massive. So like these city rats are like – on something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. So, so I, I had this massive phobia of any type of like rodent, um, because of that. And I moved into an apartment when I was 18 and it had like a really serious mice problem. The, the guy that was living there before me was nasty. Um, so I tried to clean up the whole house. I had all my friends help me clean and I was just setting traps and I set six traps. All six come back with mice. Six, set another six traps. Six more mice. I'm like, this is a big problem. All right. So I have a, I have a, like a a exterminator come in. He's like, there's, there's no way you can stop this. Like you need to get like a full, like pay for it. And I told my landlord and he was like, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Deal with it. Which was like a whole, whole other story about how terrible that was. But I was looking up all these remedies because I'm terrified of mice. And uh, uh, somebody from my church told me that uh, they're afraid of of mint. They don't like mint essential oil. That like burns them. I didn't think this through. It was like a little one-bedroom apartment, and my room is like the final room of the of the little apartment. So it's like hallway, kitchen, and then at the very cor- like back of the apartment is my bedroom, and it has a little like entrance, like a little like like corridor type of entrance mm-hmm. into it. So I just put mint essential oil just sealing my room, but I don't think about that. Like I just a lot of the mice are in there. Uh, and now they're just trapped. And yeah. I have my bed in the middle of the room because I didn't want mice to climb up on the wall and jump on my bed. Yeah. So I'm just in the middle of the bed and the mice start running. And there was like almost a hundred mice at oh least. Oh my And they're gosh. sprinting around freaking out because the mint was burning them. Yeah. And I was just trapped. I was trapped in my Dude, bed. That's like a nightmare. I was just on my bed with my sheet over my head. <laughs> it's scary. Just tight. Movie. And oh I'm just screaming. Gosh. I'm just screaming. <laughs> and they're running all over the floor. So I ended up at one point they just wouldn't stop. I was just trying to wait them out, and they would. They were sprinting everywhere. They were dying. And then I, and then I tied my 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 sheet. Like I ripped my sheet in half, my bed sheet. Tied it to my my feet because I didn't even have my sneakers. Like they're in the front. I took them off to get to my house. So I tied this sheet to my feet. And then just sprint out of the house, stepping on like 20 mice oh as I my walk gosh. out. And just run out of the house, grab my sneakers, run into my car. And I'm like, I'm living in my car until I can figure something out. It was a terrible experience. And you so, know, if you had a cat, it would have helped. Yeah. I mean, they would have probably brought him dead because... 
Was yeah, but they would have been dead. <laughs> no respect for me. <laughs> no respect. No, a cat would not. Re- Mister has told me he does not respect yeah. you, and Jasmine, forget about it. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe once he hears the podcast, he'll change his mind. He, uh, no, he's heard I, it, and he's siding believe. with Jerry. Oh, maybe this one, yeah, or okay. siding with Tom. But yeah, no, Tom is that is a, a fan theory. I I am one hundred percent for, and I think yeah. that is true. That Jerry is the villain because you just you heard it here. Mice are terrible. You had a hundred Jerry's. <laughs> And no time yeah, to protect They're dropping you. anvils on me. <laughs> just trying to iron my shirt Pulling for work. And the iron is... They're slapping me with the iron. Did, <laughs> so did, crazy. Did you ever hear about the last episode of Tom and Jerry? Do they like kill themselves They kill themselves, yeah. yeah. Really I think dark. it's like... is it, it? Yeah, it gets really dark. I think it's something like Tom gets kicked out of his house maybe. And then Jerry is like... He realizes he can't live without Tom. And Tom like... They they find themselves like just really upset and really sad on like a, a railroad and then they like hang themselves. It was like an I don't know if it was unaired or not, but it's that was so like crazy. the original like ending to Tom and Jerry was they were just like they, they realized that they even though like they hated each other, they couldn't live without the constant chaos and they couldn't live without each other. So they wound up just taking their own lives. So crazy. I don't think it was ever aired, but I know mm. it was recorded and you could like find it. And like watch it, but I don't know if it was aired. Yeah, I I just love. I mean, that would that. traumatize kids. It's terrible. I, yeah, I just love that people from that era are like, man, kids shows are so violent, they're so messed up nowadays. <laughs> like, yeah, people like, argue like video games are like the reason why people are violent nowadays, but it's like you look what you were watching when you were when you were young. Like, it's it's basically torture porn. I mean, like, yeah. it's really just like a mouse just beating the crap out of a cat Dude, for the that, whole episode. And that's just, what about like Wiley e. Coyote and like Road Runner? Like it's the same thing. Like yeah, yeah, just dropping like trucks on top of the yeah. Yeah. Or on top of the coyote. Wiley All right. Um, stop singing. So my next one is for the movie Inception. Uh, so Inception is all about dreams and going into dreams, what's real or what's not. So they have these things called totems, and that's how they know uh, that they're in a dream or not, right? Everyone has their own totem, their own little item that they know the weight of it. Uh, so they can tell like, okay, if this feels weird in the dream, then it's a dream. And if it feels like this, it's real life. So they don't ever get confused. So the, the way the movie ends is Cobb, which is DiCaprio's character. He spins his top and, uh, which was his totem. Mm -hmm. He spins his top and, uh, the, the, the camera zooms up on the, on the thing. And what happens in the movie, like, uh, he gets to see somebody that he's been trying to see. And that's like the point of the ending, right? Like, so it doesn't show the movie cuts out before the top can either fall down or keep spinning. So you don't know if he is dreaming or not. That's the point of the ending. Mm -hmm. But the the real point of it is that it didn't really matter because he gets to see the, you know, uh, spoiler alert. He gets to see it for this movie that came out in 2010, uh, that everyone saw in 2010. Uh, for the There's he gets to see his... I've never seen it. So really, we talked about this last. I think like two episodes ago. You've never, never seen, seen it? Oh, before. okay. So I won't spoil it then. Yeah, I'm and curious. honestly, it's not even like the whole movie in general is like. I didn't know you didn't say. I would have. I said the Inception one, and you said, "Yeah, do that one." I could have just not. I've done heard it. of the theory. I mean, obviously, you can't really like go. You know, twelve years like in like yeah, the world of like what loving movies and cinema and TV and just not know. Yeah, so I don't want to hear it. it. So okay, already, so the, the yeah, theory is 
is that the the whole movie they say like his totem is is the the uh, do you want me to not say it? Just say it, bro. Okay, just say it. Uh, the whole movie they say his totem is his the top that he spins. If it falls over, he knows it's real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's theory that that wasn't his totem. That Dude, his, what the heck? Totem, spoiling this for me. That his totem is actually <laughs> his wedding ring. So in uh, the movie, his wife had the spinning top totem that he was supposed that he was using later on. And uh, they clearly say in the movie that you can only one person can know it and know the ins and outs of the totem. And when he's dreaming, he wears a wedding ring. And when he is in real life, he does not wear a wedding ring. So at the end, you can know if he's dreaming or not, basically, with what. And I won't spoil it for you because you've never seen this movie that came out 12 years ago. It was so popular. It was like a phenomenon for like a year. That's the problem. We just talked about this. I'm sometimes of the same camp of like, I just don't want to see something that everyone says is amazing. Right. But, okay, so don't get mad at me. We're on literally a, a podcast that Dude, talks about you? movies and whatnot. And how you, you are going to get mad at me for... But yeah, that's the, that's the theory is that you know for a fact uh, in the end if he was dreaming or not because of his wedding ring, not the one that was spinning on the table. Trying to decide which one I want to save for last. I'll do this one now. So the uh, uh, the Krabby Patty in SpongeBob SquarePants. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Okay, so <laughs> you guys don't understand. Caleb, the faces that he makes him <laughs> sometimes I just can't help. Okay, I'm so sorry. Aaron thinks so much is so hilarious, and he goes on these long like. Just cracks up at himself, and nobody else is laughing. It's, dude, it's happening right now. I'm not laughing. I'm being 100 percent serious. Well, now I'm laughing. What you saying? Because <laughs> it's, it's true. What's your next one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, crappy Patty. So the uh, uh, this fan theory is just that the the secret ingredient. If you haven't seen SpongeBob, there's the, they're constantly trying to figure out the secret ingredient to this uh, uh, like fast food chains burger. This is this is like the the staple of the show. Is that the uh, SpongeBob, the main character, works as a fry cook at like a fast food joint, and like the villain is Plankton, who works across the street at uh, another fast food restaurant called the Chum Bucket. And they always want to find out the secret formula because this burger is so addictive for all these fish, like all these underwater people. And the the fan theory is that the the secret formula or the secret ingredient is crab meat. And that's why it's a secret. That's why they can't get anything that, that tastes like it. Uh, and it's messed up because, you know, the, the owner's a crab. And um, <laughs> you like, wonder these where are he's under- getting it from. Yeah. Yeah, we were curious about that. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Like where, like is he having like a, does he have a dungeon? Like is he having children and like yeah. using them as, as, their, as like the meat for the Krabby Patties? But he's making all these fish just like basically cannibals. Um, yeah, that's what I think it, the theory is saying is that I don't know if like that happens if you eat human meat. I mean, from your experience, does that happen? Do you eat it and then you like want it more? I found that I mean, like I, I, for me, it's always been a taste thing. I've I just enjoyed the taste of human meat. But I think for other people, I think I've heard from people I've served human meat to at my house that like it's pretty addictive. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's probably own, where it, you get a taste for flesh. That's like yeah. a thing, you know. Hannibal Lecter. Typical. Yeah, he talks about it. Yeah, and then also the the, the thing is, is that like you think, oh, there's no way he's a crab. You would never do that. But like the sh- the character is the most greedy person in the world. 
Yeah, so he so, would chop up his family and feed yeah, it to people. He he'd probably do it to himself. Like he'd cut up his own hands. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, he literally sells um like the soul of SpongeBob for like a penny. <laughs> One of the episodes. He le- he never learns his lesson. It's uh, another part of the show, which is so funny. That uh, that makes sense to me. I think that could be like they like Plankton spends so long trying. He's got like you know all this science equipment and like all this stuff to figure out what it is. Yeah. I think that that has some, yeah. some merit to it, I think. I mean, because then, you know, it must be something that he couldn't even think of or fathom of, of testing. Yeah. like I would, Or get a handle. Yeah, I doubt he's, like, thinking about testing, like, fish or crab meat. But, yeah, yeah maybe it's, like, maybe he's just feeding everybody mm-hmm. their own brothers and sisters and yeah. friends and whatnot. And, and crab is delicious. I mean, do you like crab? I do like crab. Crab is good, yeah. You've had crab cakes? I have. So freaking good. So good, yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. what they are. They're probably just crab cakes that he's feeding everybody. <laughs> that's fire. I mean, <laughs> if he's making them for cheap, too, like, I mean, that's like, so good. No wonder, <laughs> no wonder he's so successful. Uh, all right, so my next one is that uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. All of the characters are based off of uh, the Seven Deadly Sins. So there's mm. a, actually a bunch of different theories for Willy Wonka. There's like one that he's a serial killer, um, and he just has like a thirst for like killing children. So that like he came up with this whole scheme to like just get kids into the building and so he could just like murder them. Uh, but this one I thought was pretty funny. So like, uh, Willy Wonka is, he represents wrath, right? Right. Okay. Because yeah. he gets super angry. He had, like, he shows some outbursts. He, he bugs out. Yeah. yeah especially like at, at like a few times in the movie, like he just completely bugs out. Um, and, and he feels like he gets that wrath because he feels like he's not going to be able to take, uh, like to, to, uh, take care of the factory forever. So, you know, he's just experiencing, uh, terrible, you know, wrath. And Charlie is supposed to be envy. Um, it's not like too strong in him, but mm-hmm. you know, he is like that poor kid <clears throat> and, and he wants, you yeah. know, no, to, it makes sense. Yeah. He uh, wants so bad to, to like not be in the position or situation he's in. And throughout the movie, I mean, you see him like kind of like judging, everyone else for what they have and how like how they act with their with their money or with yeah their and he just you know has you know absolutely nothing you know his like grandparents are like oh, we'll get back to that yeah. um so augustus gloop so that's the fat kid i mean that's take a guess at what that is obviously read yeah <laughs> obviously gluttony uh veruca she's the again this is the obvious one the spoiled brat you know she greed yeah um Mike, he's like the kid that just watches TV all day. Like, yeah, well, is that lazy? That would be yeah, sloth. Sloth. Violet is pride because she's like so prideful about her, mm-hmm. you know, super pretentious. Yeah, everything and <clears throat> and uh, the worst character of them all, or just the worst character in general of any movie ever. Grandpa Joe is lust. He's the worst. Um. So how exactly is he lust? So he just his lust leads to like the fizzy drink fiasco. Oh you know? right, 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 right. And he's honestly, Grandpa like Joe's the worst. Yeah, he's terrible. I'm a part of a, a subreddit called "We Hate Grandpa Joe" or <laughs> "Grandpa Joe's the Worst" or something like that. I uh-huh. forget exactly what it's called. But like this dude, right? He was in bed with his other like 
elderly family members, yeah. and he couldn't help provide for uh, the family, which are obviously struggling because not only does Charlie live there, but the four of them live there, the four elderly people, mm-hmm. and then the two parents. And, like, they only have one income, right? The father is the only one that has a job. Yeah. And it just seems like he can't do anything, right? Because he's, like, bedridden. And yeah. then as soon as Charlie gets this golden ticket, he mm-hmm. jumps, literally jumps out of the bed and starts dancing. Like, you can't you can't yeah. help. You can't help <laughs> out. actually a terrible person. Like, help out around the house. Go find a job. Like, he didn't do anything until it was going to uh, be good for him. Like, he's it, it just so selfish and just a terrible yeah. human being in yeah. general. And we hate Grandpa Joe. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, just the fact that he's able to walk around throughout the whole movie and stuff. And I mean, if you read fine. the book... If you read if you read the book for the original movie, I mean, legit, they're so poor. They're they're, they're drinking cabbage soup. I'm pretty sure is what it was. They drink cabbage soup yeah. for dinner every day. That's disgusting. It's so bad. You know, how little money you have to have to just have hot water and cabbage. Like <laughs> this is all they got. Yeah, like I've... this kid should be dead. First of all, <laughs> and Grandpa Joe could be helping out 100, percent but he's choosing to be selfish. They just have a bed party. Selfish jerk. Like, which the again another weird detail of the movie in the books like why are they in a room of just it's just a massive bed like it's like all beds next to each other I'm still mad at Grandpa Joe he is lust though because all he wants to do is is like he's just lusts after the factory and he wants to see it that's all mm-hmm. he does he just cares about himself and, yeah and uh, and so yeah the they're all the seven uh, deadly deadly sins that's a good one I like um, that. but Grandpa Joe is the absolute worst and if you don't hate him. Watch the movie again, thinking that he's just a complete jerk, and uh, your your mind will. Uh, I mean, your your opinion of him will will change. Yeah. All right. My next one is a uh, uh, that uh, Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle grows up to be Walter White from uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. <laughs> Which is just it's just one I I never thought about this before, but it makes so much sense once you think about it. Which is like the whole idea of like a fan theory is like wait a second. And this one's a perfect one to me because, like, there's all the signs point to it in terms of, like, he looks kind of like uh, Brian Cranston, um, which makes sense because his dad is played by Brian Cranston in the show <laughs> yeah. in Malcolm in the Middle. But then um, that just he's like he's a super smart uh, kid, um, which, like, makes sense for Walter White's character. And then, like, the, the, the main point of Malcolm in the Middle is that he's just, like, super unlucky all the time. And Walter White's, like, life is just a series of, like, unlucky. bad, like, unlucky things happening to him that lead him to the position he's in to just become a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just makes so much sense. I mean, he looks like him and, like, acts kind of like... If you watch, like, clips of Malcolm in the Middle, like, he's kind of, like, self-centered, which is, like, a little bit of the root of Walter White. Is mm-hmm. that he's very, like, self-focused and self-centered in nature. Um, mm-hmm. like he's just not like like Malcolm in the middle. Like Malcolm's not a great person. Like, no, he's just, not. He's yeah. He's jerk. really like yeah, self centered and like selfish, and everything revolves around him. And why does everything bad happen to me? Yeah. And, and if you grew up as a kid like that, I could see you turning into kind of like a sociopath that like Walter White turns into. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. Makes Absolutely. sense to me. All right. So my next my next. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. My next this one is, is that so Kermit funny. the Kermit the Frog. Uh huh. Right. Sorry, we were laughing. <clears throat> so my next theory is uh-huh. that Kermit the Frog caused 9/11. What? 
It's so good. I don't even want to... I almost don't even want to hear the explanation. I just want to just believe. It's just like, yep. So this is... Uh, so the theory is that in the movie, uh, A Very Merry Muppets Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, it's basically like the ghost of past yeah 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 meets up with kermit Mm -hmm. and you know kermit feels like everyone's life would be better if i wasn't born it's that like you know story that's been told you know time and time again but this is like very uh muppets centered and it's about kermit the frog thinking that if he wasn't born everyone's lives would be better Mm -hmm. and boy is he right because uh and this i mean it was filmed in the 90s right and uh, they fast forward to 2003, and when Kermit isn't born in 2003, the Twin Towers are still there. <laughs> so somewhere along the lines, when Kermit decided that he wanted to be alive, he was the reason that the Twin Towers fell. Because when the <laughs> because in 2003, when he is not born, the Twin Towers are still there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Kermit the Frog, I don't know how. I don't know what he did. I, I don't feel like know. there's not a big leap to say that. <laughs> like to really to really kind of explain that. I mean, he had a lot of influence he uh, did. in his life. Yeah. Oops, but somewhere along the lines he uh he caused nine eleven. <laughs> so maybe he was he was pals with bin Laden or something, I don't know. Yeah, I can see that being a Muppet episode. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The Muppets meet, that's uh, that's the one Muppets of my favorite meet bin Laden. <laughs> The Muppets. It's such a good theory. The Muppets. The Muppets go Al Qaeda. <laughs> this is so good. You're up. What's next? Yep. yep. Uh, so this one is that uh, Courage, the Cowardly Dog. If you ever seen this show, um, the the show, the premise of the show is that this dog lives in the middle of nowhere with this like. Uh, um, his grandparents, right? Like these grand, well, these like old people. It's not obviously like they're it's not, not his, his parents, grandparents. But, he's like, a dog. It's there's just an elderly couple with people, a dog. Yeah, yeah, Eustace, right? And uh, 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 I, forget I forget the, the woman's name. I know it's Eustace. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, it's Eustace and. But basically, he lives with these two, and like, cause in the middle of nowhere, all these creepy, like, scary things happen, like monsters and stuff. But the theory is that because he's a dog. Dogs are just, like, afraid of, like, strangers, certain dogs especially. And so those aren't really monsters. Like, those aren't actually real monsters, but they're actually just, like, the way he sees them being a dog. And it's just, like, one of those things where you're just like, oh, like, that actually Muriel. makes so much sense. Ariel. Muriel. Muriel. Muriel and Eustace. <laughs> Sorry. I said Ariel so confidently when you said it. <laughs> No, I I hear I've heard this theory, and yeah, that makes total sense. That's I mean, we don't know how dogs perceive humans. Yeah, you know, like my dog probably sees everybody as I don't know. My dog sees everybody <laughs> as like I don't know, like giant uh, like peanut butter sticks or something. Like she loves them, you know. Like, yeah. but I've met some dogs that are just terrified of human beings, and they might look like really scared of. I mean, we might just look really scary to them. Yeah, actually, I mean, I know, I know, I do. Yeah, honest, it, it goes into like dog psychology and that like when you're when you're uh, like training a dog when they're young, you should introduce them to every different type of thing you can. Because like if they've never seen you wear like a, a beanie or something, you know, like you get them in the summer. So it's like weeks, months and months until they uh, they see you wearing a hat in the winter. 
but they don't know what that is. And to them, it's like you just have this alien like eating your head right now, you know? So, so crazy. Because dog, you know, they don't have, they can't like conceive what hats are, you know? Yeah. They don't know what, they don't wear hats. They don't know what it is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes a lot of sense that courage would just. You know, think anyone that's that comes in is just a monster. Yeah, especially living in like in like the middle, middle of nowhere, nowhere with these old people. That's also a part of the theory, though, is that maybe they're not really in the middle of nowhere, and he's just oh. in the yard, and you know, that's yeah. He just thinks it that just they're seems in the such middle. a big yeah, wide just, expanse because he's not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah, it's just so courage. A cowardly dog could is really just about a dog and how dogs perceive yeah. life. In general, and how different it is from how we do. Yeah. So, so what's your next one or your last one? Right? So my last one is uh, so Thanos could have just made more resources. <laughs> I love this instead one. of killing half of life on the universe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once he has pa- he has all the power. And he has the power to do anything with <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet. He could do literally anything, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he decides to kill. Everybody makes no sense. I mean, I feel like yeah, he could have just doubled the resources because yeah. that that was his main thing as why he justified killing everybody or making half of the universe non-existent, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, disappear. Um, that was his justification for it. Was that uh, it happened to his planet? You know, his planet was dying, and he said, "We need to." <laughs> we need to kill half the people or else everyone's going to die. And then his planet wound up dying. Yeah. So he was like, they called me a madman, but see what happened. So he wants to save the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like from, a, from like a thousand miles away, like it just, it does make sense a little bit why he thinks like, Oh, like in the, and there is in real life, like these problems of like limited resources and how like that, like overpopulation is a serious issue. But then it's just like there really is when you think about this theory, no sensible argument why you couldn't just do that. Like, yeah, just double the like. It's like oh, but then the people like the, about the space, double the space. Yeah, like, it's just like, double like, everything. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it literally doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think uh, this goes into I don't, I don't think he would have done it regardless. Like, I understand the theory as to why he could have just done that, right? But he wouldn't have because the whole point is that he was, he was this psycho pretending to be to have this like moral code type of thing. Yeah. But he like he was never gonna just create he wanted to be right. Like in his mind he was right with what he was gonna do, so he mm-hmm. was just gonna do it no matter what. Yeah. Do you think in the case that he was his plan was that all along that is he still the is he is he a good guy or or is he still the bad guy? Because he like spoilers, like he does some messed up stuff still to yeah. get the power to do those things. Do you think he's the bad guy still? If he's trying to like double resources to like save all life? Oh no, not at all. If he's not trying to kill, oh, I mean, he like, kills. Yeah, he kills his his daughter, his daughter and whatnot. Um, I still think, yeah, no, he is the the hero. And he in kills that a case. bunch of people though. He doesn't just like he well, kills yeah, a lot tried of people. To stop him. You think they wouldn't have tried to stop him? I don't think. Yeah, I think if if. But- if you believe the Avengers got wind, I do. Uh, there's part of me <laughs> that's you were, like, if you're Iron Man, or you believe it, Thanos, if he goes, I'm getting this power to, to double the resources in the world. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Look at this dude. Yeah. <laughs> like he kills like Loki and like almost kills Thor, like just to get it. But I don't know. Maybe his his motives would have been different if that's 
like he could have just explained it like hey give me this infinity stone i'm gonna like make it make the universe good i have no idea he's such a whole different series of movies i know (laughs) he was just like guys can you please just let me have this yeah all right what's your last one yeah um my last one is that uh uh, you've probably heard of this already but it's a jar jar binks is actually a sith lord darth jar jar the idea is that like i mean like Basically, if you've never seen Star Wars, like, they're, like, good people and bad people in the, the movie. And, like, they represent, like, this evil government, um, like, evil power, like, that's trying to, like, take over the world, basically. The Resistance is, like, the good guys. And they're made up of, like, Luke Skywalker and everybody. And they end up in the in the um, the prequels, uh, which is the, the three movies beforehand, before the main trilogy, uh, uh, they end up having Jar Jar Binks who shows up, who's like this like goofy idiot, um, from like some like alien planet. And like, he's just like a joke. The whole series, obnoxious. Um, it's just terrible. So he's like, obnoxious. A, he's one of my least favorite characters ever. But then this theory kind of changes it for you. Cause <laughs> the idea is that like, he somehow basically, if you watch the movies over this idea in mind, that he is actually this hyper powerful, like, like guy who's in tune with the force and has like force power and is like actually like really intelligent. It just makes so much sense because he acts like an idiot, but somehow bumbles and like fumbles his way into like crazy situations that he's able to survive. He ends up having this crazy power in the Senate, um, like representing, like being a representative in the Senate, which he should never have even been in. And it's like, how do you get there? And it's just like, it's just all absurd. And like the ultimate like reason is that like he ends up being like the the decision maker for like what to do when they have this emergency happen. And he gives all the power to uh, Palpatine uh-huh. who ends up turning out to be like the head of the, the, the Sith. Sith Lord. So knew, like Jar Jar knew it all along. Yeah. He like he was, this is, he was helping him out yeah. and that's like kind of the idea, but also like there's all this stuff where he ends up really just like avoiding death, like so absurdly or just like influencing people, like talking to people and they, everything just seems to go his way. When he needs it. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like maybe it is because he actually has the power of the Force. And he's evil. Jar Jar, like, why else have Jar Jar Binks as a character if he's not secretly, like, the mastermind behind the whole thing? Like, his character is insufferable. Jar Jar is the worst character in Star Wars oh, history. Oh, terrible. Oh, he's terrible. He should never have been in it. it maybe. Like, I don't it know. Brings down the, it, brings, it brings down the prequels a little you bit. You know, when I, when, like I when I was a kid, I liked him, though. I so I understand why they did it. Like when I was a kid, I thought he was really funny and like really cool. And then when I got older, I was like, oh, okay, he, yeah, he's awful. Well, it's that type of humor. It's like it's immature humor. It's like haha, like that's why he like makes fart. No- he made like a fart noise and like <laughs> fell down. Like ha, farts. nice one. Farts are the best. Farts are so farts funny. Are funny. Like, imagine if one of us farted. That would be so funny right now. <laughs> so those were uh, some fan theories. Uh, if you have any that you want us to look over, we'll probably do that. There's so many that we'll probably do this again sometime. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, they're really interesting. Do you think that they're legit or that's just nonsense? Or maybe, yeah, I could see that. Or, yeah, you know, right why in. did we do an episode about this? Whatever. Uh, you could hit us up at bromopod at gmail.com. Yep. Send us an email with, like, your opinions on it. Or hit us up on Instagram at Caleb underscore my last name for me. And at Aaron underscore Stranges. 
That's yeah. That was exactly how you said my last name. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> you say it kind of weird. Is it just stranges or it's stranges? Stranges. It's not. I don't think it's weird to just. I'm just saying it the way it is. I don't think it's weird. Well, Strange. I always thought it was just stranges, but it's yeah. stranges. Well, like, see, when I was in high school, it sounds like someone's saying it with an, an accent, like "Oh, that Aaron Stranges." I definitely don't say that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, there was a, a another kid named Aaron on the baseball team. Um, so then he obviously got to be the one that was called Aaron. So then, um, I guess, was he white? Uh, no. Oh, he's, really? He's actually, I think he's Hispanic. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Aaron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying he was full names. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. I mean, if you, Aaron, if you're out there. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got to be called Doctor Strange. Oh, wow. But the problem is, is that, I don't know, like it wasn't, it was before the movies. So it just wasn't like, people didn't really know Doctor Strange. Right. So it just was like, because <laughs> he's a weirdo. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a weird kid. So it was sense. not like a great nickname. I didn't, I didn't like it. So, <laughs> all right, let's go on to our next one, next topic. So we're gonna go back to doing our debate club. We haven't done it in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. It's only been two, but um, we just skipped it one week. But yeah. uh, we are talking today: soft serve versus hard serve ice cream. Which yep. is the best yeah. or the ideal ice cream? <laughs> you want me to start? Start again. Okay. I care about you. I think. You started last. No, did I start last time? I, I think you did. I did. I think I was basically like, I don't even. It's just obviously sauce. I think I just started with just like. Okay. All right. So sauce serve. This is one. This one more is like. You know, most people could be fifty fifty on this, but soft serve is better, a hundred percent. Mainly, the the one reason being is that, it's like scientifically proven that when you mix hard serve ice cream right when it melts enough to where you can mix it to where it's like almost soft serve yeah it actually does something to the sugar where it makes it sweeter it makes the ice cream sweeter and tastes better when you mix it up so that's my number one argument for it and that what's that's what soft serve is in general it's just it's mixed up and it's soft and 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 it just will taste better but um it's f- more fresh than it's hard fresh. serve really yes how so? How exactly is it more fresh? <laughs> You're just saying things. No. This is just like the last argument. <laughs> it's it's fresh because you okay, you go to like uh, uh, Baskin Robbins or something. Okay. I used to work at a Dunkin' Donuts uh, that was Baskin Robbins. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you finished this. This is just like if you I go mean, to a Baskin Robbins. Ever, I work at Baskin Donuts. Is there <laughs> Baskin Donuts? Has there ever been just a Baskin Robbins? Is that a thing? I think they're always tied with they're always Dunkin'. tied to dunkin donuts You're probably right. okay so boom already i already beat like i already squashed okay. one argument okay Whatever. um but we never changed out the ice cream you're supposed to change it out like pretty i think it was weekly like the giant tubs even if like you don't use that much and we would just leave it so it gets gross and hard and freezer burned but that doesn't happen to soft serve because you have to clean out the tanks daily you have to um, put in the new mix daily and whatnot, so it's more fresh. Uh, the air is pumped into it, so it's, there's less fat than there is in regular ice cream. That's S- funny that you bring that up because that's actually my number one point about why hard ice cream is better. Okay, so just what's interrupt. The, that's fine. 
<laughs> just go. No, no, fine. I didn't know. No, this no, was, that's fine. I go. didn't know this was debate. Go. Just Caleb. Caleb monologue. <laughs> I don't want. I'm not talking anymore. So go. All right. So I just have a question for you. Stupid what's the What's the best type of steak? Steak? Yeah. What's the best? We're type talking of steak? about. No, no, no. Just answer. Just, just, just indulge me. What's the best type of steak? I don't understand. What's like, your favorite type of steak? Like cut? Yeah. Filet. Okay. Do you know why you like filet most? Because it's a certain cut that has less fat on it. It has more fat, actually. More well, fat? So, so specifically, most of the, the, the fancy cuts have more fat, more marbling. And it's because the best part of any food, factually, is fat. Fat is incredible. And you know what has more fat? Hard ice cream. Soft serve ice cream has lower percentage fat. Do you like whole milk or 2%? I actually drink skim. No, you don't. No, you absolutely do not. I promise you. Ask Guy. My entire life, my family has has drank skim milk, and I drink skim milk on the regular as my my milk. I know that's that actually ruins your argument because no one can trust you because you drink skim milk. That is so gross. You might as well just drink water. No wonder you're so weirded out that I wanted milk with my cookie. You drink skim milk. Yeah, uh, uh, no, it doesn't suck. So it does. It's terrible. You should be embarrassed. Anyway, skim milk. Anyway, when you look at soft serve ice cream, what kind of flavors do you typically see? Soft serve. Yeah. Typically, yeah, or the ones that I have seen typically, in my life. Typically, vanilla, yeah, chocolate, okay, swirl, vanilla, yep. chocolate, swirl, and vanilla, orange, and then swirl. That's yeah. like the typical, okay. but there's yeah. a lot more. So, so interestingly enough, typically the only available soft serve flavors. There's really only four of them. Four typically available, and two of the four, or I guess. Uh, 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 five, and then two of the five are just two of them combined, mixed around in a circle, and it's because soft serve has no variety. That's hard not true. serve ice that cream. Not true at all. Allows you to add in a unique and high quality mixture of ingredients that you cannot add into soft serve ice cream. You can put toppings. You but cannot. Not okay, let's remember in. that. That he said you cannot add. Continue. You, Continue you with cannot. your stupid argument. <laughs> <laughs> you almost always, and we're talking. We're not talking about the the unique unicorn. We're talking about what is available to the general public. Okay. Okay. We're talking about soft serve ice cream when they go to a store that has ice cream. Right. You go into an ice cream parlor, or whatever ice cream right. shop. Okay. This good. is what's available. I'm glad you correct. That up. Good. You look yeah, at ice cream, and then you see that they have a very small selection of soft serve flavors, and it's because they can only add artificial flavoring. So that's the limit. On the flavor that they can add to soft serve ice cream is artificial. They can't add whole flavoring. You can't strawberry ice cream, strawberry soft serve. You like that? It's I do. Artificial. You ever had strawberry hard ice cream? It's made from strawberries, Caleb. Is this it is really? Is it really? <laughs> Some of them are. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? So Hagen does ice cream. Strawberry ice cream is made from just strawberries. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Hagendas. It's not, and none of it is artificial flavoring. Hagendas. Hagendas. Okay, so you just said that my this soft all, serve, but that's always you just available. said my soft serve is only av- is barely available anywhere. That you only like a, a certain amount of varieties that 
aren't uh, added with artificial flavoring, right? But only one specific type of brand has non-artificial flavoring and it's made from actual... That's not the only brand. I'm just saying that that's the one that comes to mind right away. Okay. <laughs> but so the thing is that hard ice cream is... Higher ice cream is available. Where's Haagen-Dazs available that's not $75 per pint? Oh, so now we're bringing price in? I'm the just saying... ice cream typically is expensive. I'm just okay. We don't have to talk about no price, but I'm just saying the Hagen Dazs ice cream. I don't, I, I, that made no sense to me why you even brought that and up. The other thing is that soft serve ice cream melts so fast, especially in the summer. It melts so fast. You have a very limited amount of time you can eat it, and because of that, you can't bring soft serve ice cream home. It's a eat there or don't eat at all. It's not accessible. It's a rare occasion, and the reason is because you can't even bring it home. It melts. It melts in your hand. Okay, so you, if you got hard serve ice, if you got two scoops of hard serve ice cream at a boardwalk, mm-hmm. and then you bring it home, it's going to be perfectly fine and not melted. No, but I'm saying it melts way slower than soft serve ice cream does. How would you? Soft serve ice cream. What you science walk do you away? have to prove that? Because it's colder. That's the whole. That's half the reason why hard hard ice cream is hard. It's colder. It's colder. Legitimately, yes, it's legitimately colder. Okay, show I looked me. It up. Where does it say it's colder? Look it up. Look up the process. <laughs> Look it up. They freeze it. The way they freeze it, and it's the whole reason is that the the reason that salsa rice cream is the way it is, <laughs> it's why it's soft, is because they're both being frozen, but they're not completely frozen, not below the 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 the, the, the freezing point of water, but hard ice cream is typically made with cream, and in salsa rice cream. Is actually made with milk, okay? Not cream, milk, okay? So it's really ice milk, and the ice. fat content, the lighter fat content, allows it to be that soft as it's at a, at a higher temperature. So that's why it melts faster, is because it it can't. If you froze soft, have you ever put to put soft serve in a freezer? You ever taken like I don't know, like a like like a McDonald's like thing or like a frosty or whatever? Like you ever put that in the freezer and it gets becomes like a like crystals? Yeah. That's because it's not supposed to be frozen like that. Whereas hard ice cream stays in a freezer because it's already it's 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 stored at that low of a temperature. So soft serve ice cream is already a higher temperature, which is why it melts faster. But that's not what we're arguing. We're arguing which one is better. Yeah, and you can't bring home soft serve ice cream. That has to be. A what does that have to do with anything? Why is- can't I? I can literally only have it at a place. Whereas hard ice cream is versatile. I can have it in my cone. Or I can have it at home. That's special. And it rhymes, so it's even better. <laughs> if your reason think, doesn't rhyme, it doesn't count. I just think maybe we should have set the basis for, like, if we're at the boardwalk. And because I've, how am I supposed to, like, yeah, there, soft serve ice cream isn't available at the store. So I think it's, like, the argument for bringing it home is dumb to bring it up against soft serve because you obviously can't bring it home and that i don't know why you would if you were to ever get soft serve or it's nice to have that option if i wish i could bring soft serve ice cream home but i can't why though why do you want to bring it home just eat it there because i want more of it but that's the whole point it's that if you want more of it what do you mean no you want to bring actually you want to have it at your house like a carton of it yeah. That's not the argument. It's nice to have a carton of I think, yeah, we should have the that availability to us in soft serve, but we don't. But that's not the argument. Which one's better? It's an inferior process. So the, the, you mix the sugar, right? 
Yeah. And that makes hard serve better. So you can make hard serve better by making it soft serve and mixing it up. Like I was just talking to my dad this morning. He said sometimes he melts his so it's soft enough to just mix it up and it's soft. Because on top of it being soft where you mix it, and I do the same thing. I, I will mm-hmm. will defrost my ice cream to where it's like soft enough to yeah, mix it nice. all together. Because when you put toppings in it, you don't just want the toppings on top of it, which is a problem with hard serve. If, if it's too hard and you put all the toppings on it, you're just eating the toppings right on top of the ice cream and then at the end of it you're getting the actual ice cream you can't mix it all together if you're mixing it all together but you can't do that with soft serve ice cream yes you can you're mixing the where are you having a cup if i get a cup if i get a cup you're mixing it listen i'll bring this up your ice cream will pour everywhere if i get a cup at a ice cream place okay so now you can't even get a cone and then yeah but you're not getting what what toppings are you getting on your hard serve ice cream if you get a cone? The toppings so, are in it. They're in the flavor. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Toppings like sprinkles and 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 uh, you're you're talking about like specific flavors. I'm talking about the toppings that you want to put on. Sprinkles. But you can get them mixed in. M and M's. Cold you, stone. You don't get them mixed in. You don't get them mixed <laughs> Cold in. Cold stone. They fuck If I get in. a cup. Of <laughs> Cold stone. They cut them in. If I get a cup of soft serve ice cream at an ice cream establishment. I can get any topping I want and I can mix that bad boy in. I can mix it up and I can eat it like a blizzard, which are the best part of Dairy Queen, which are just – it's just soft serve ice cream with all the toppings you want mixed together. All they do is mix it. It's just soft serve ice cream and all they do is mix it with a little mixing machine and it's the best thing ever because it mixes all the sugar and the flavors together and it tastes so good with all the toppings that you yourself can pick. You can't do that with hard serve ice cream. You can't do you stick that in the in the mixing machine, it's just going to be bouncing around like a little ping pong ball. But the thing with hard ice cream is that instead of having this special blizzard at this one place, with hard ice cream you can get any flavor with any mixing of any topics you've ever dreamed of it's anywhere find me anywhere that you can get a high quality soft serve you can't high the high quality, quality ingredients or you about just said cold stone high quality that's not soft serve that's hard ice cream they serve hard ice cream you know that right they also serve soft serve no they don't they do not have a soft serve machine you have to have a soft serve machine to serve soft serve ice cream Maybe because of the way that soft serve else. works they serve hard ice cream and they like Mix it together with their little cold spoons. Their little ice spoons. And they mix it together? Yeah, they like... Have I ever been to a cold stone? I don't think I've ever had. Maybe not. <laughs> Wait, cold stone's really good. This guy loves it. So I think the only good. time I've ever they mix gone, it I never actually got it. And they mix it into what? Yeah, they put... No, so like they'll take like a spoonful of whatever flavor that you want, right? Yeah. Whatever it is. So you pick out the hard ice cream. Mm-hmm. But they'll... They, so you'll pick out your hard ice cream and they'll tell you, oh, like if you want like one scoop, two scoop, three scoops, whatever, right? And they put it on their little ice table. It's like cold so it doesn't melt or whatever, right? And they have these hard spoons, these hard metal spoons. And they'll take the toppings you want, right? And put it onto the, the, the table. And they kind of like mash up the ice cream and like throw it in the air and like kind of let it hit on the ground and like on like the metal on like the cold metal table it's kind of cool it's like a whole like experience and then like mix it up i'm doing this stuff with my hands that no one can see so 
It's really cool though. They they mash it up with their spoons and it's pretty awesome. And they um, mash it all together? Yeah, and they mash it all together, which is the hardest work of the hard ice cream, but they do it for you. And I can understand how that's a drawback, that you have to really mash in your, your ingredients that you want to add to your hard ice cream. I understand. I, I think yeah, that's a fair argument that. that you can't, that you have to wait till it softens. But softened hard ice cream is amazing, but that's not a negative for, that's not a plus for soft serve. Softened hard ice cream. That's not a that's it's not a just plus soft for hard ice cream. That's not a plus for soft serve though. Softened hard ice cream. It's not the same cream? thing because it's made in a different process that's just been melted. It's not just a softened version soft. of a different process of ice cream. It's soft. But so are you ta- are you arguing for softened ice cream or are you arguing for soft serve because they're different? A, hard, a softened soft hard serve ice cream. Yeah, which, so it's when not the hard same serve thing. ice cream becomes soft, it turns into soft. No, it doesn't. You can't just say that. It's not, they're not made the same. It's a different <laughs> it's process. The same thing. It's, like I just said, typically soft serve ice cream is used with milk, and ice cream is used with cream. It's ice milk. Just hearing that shouldn't that bother you? Ice milk? No, it, it doesn't bother me because it tastes better. Yeah, it's just like the the quality of ingredients you can get in a hard ice cream. I mean, like, just like it's beautiful. I mean, you can get a very high quality, uh, uh, um, like like just like condensed cream that's used that you can't use in soft serve, which is why you can get that really rich, decadent hard ice cream that you get at some nice places. You can't do that with the soft serve process. And that's really my reasoning why I think hard ice cream is better. It's just that, that you can really incorporate such a high uh, 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 quality of ingredients as well as just like the, the, the variety that you can add that you're not limited by um, the process itself. It's just, you end up with soft serve. It ends up, it's, it's always a homogenous thing. You can't, you can't make it like something that's like broken up into like having the bits and of things in it. You can, you can put toppings and swirl it around, but can't do that in a cone. (laughs) You can't do it with a cone, your cone either. No, because it's already in there. You can't do that with a soft serve ice cream. You can have the, the ingredients already in there. You can, but you can put toppings on soft serve on a cone. I do that all the time. Yeah, but you can't mix it together. Yeah, but as you're eating it, it gets mixed together. You take a bite and it's in there. No, it's on the outside. It's still on the outside. If for you, the most if you part. take a bite, if you okay. Take, if you're a psychopath who takes a bite of ice cream with their well, teeth, just I'm not, raw, not just a bite of ice cream with my teeth, but like I'll, I'll like take a bite with like my lips and not my teeth, and you take it, and then it gets. <laughs> you, you take I've a bite had with your plenty lips, of like a little baby. I've, yeah, I've had plenty of of ice cream on a cone with sprinkles on it, soft serve, where there's still sprinkles in it by the time I'm just at the cone. Because no of the way. way you lick it and the way you're like you're eating it and whatnot, and <laughs> maybe I'm just strategic with it, so I know that there's, so I can make make sure there's, because I do have to think about it a little bit to make sure there's still sprinkles around. Yeah. So no, the ice cream, like my thing, you're bringing up all the different flavors and the toppings, but soft serve is so good that you don't need that extra mm. stuff in it. Like I will, whenever I go to the boardwalk. Or really any ice cream establishment, I'm getting soft serve because hard serve is so available. So it's like mm-hmm. a special treat, and I will okay. choose soft serve over any. Like Sky thinks I'm insane because she'll get like you know this double tra- double double chocolate, you know whatever hearts because mm-hmm. she's she's hard serve. She'll get like double double chocolate, and like every time I go, I get uh, chocolate vanilla swirl with rainbow sprinkles or. Mm-hmm. orange vanilla swirl with yeah. chocolate sprinkles but the technology has grown for cores especially what where they place? have if you don't live in new jersey 
That's just too bad. They have insane flavors. Their custard now. is great. The custard, they have mint and chocolate. Mm-hmm. They have strawberry, banana, pineapple, banana, like peanut butter, chocolate mix. It's so good. And these are all soft serve. Mm-hmm. And they're amazing. So we're not as limited as we were in the 80s when you were born. When <laughs> <laughs> we weren't, we're not as limited in the like as we were in the 80s way back when, when it was like just chocolate, vanilla, and cho- or vanilla and That's orange cool. swirl. There's so many more, and every year it's a different one. I, I, I think I saw pumpkin last year at Coors. There's just an insane amount now, and they're all just so good, and they're mm-hmm. easier to eat. I think you can stay clean better while you're eating a, no a cone because you, you can eat it quicker. What? <laughs> what? I don't know where I'm going. I swear that. if you cut this out, I'll punch you in the face. I'm not kidding. You cannot cut that out. I know you and you're going to try to cut that out. You cannot cut that out. Quicker. <laughs> you can you eat it quicker. That? You can eat it <laughs> I you can eat it quicker. You can eat soft serve ice cream quicker and catch the drips a lot better. You know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. If you've had soft serve, if you've had soft serve versus hard serve, you know. You're saying it's you can eat. You're saying it's it's a, a you can be cleaner. With soft serve, in not a that cone. I'm not saying that. No, that, that, that wasn't. That is what I'm words. saying. No, I'm saying you can be cleaner because I'm not it's saying a hard that, ice cream in a cone. I'm not saying that it doesn't melt quicker, which I don't believe that it does. I think if you're outside in the hot on a a, a day in the the summer on the boardwalk, it's gonna melt. This like very close to the same amount of time. No, but have you're you wrong. ever had two scoops on an ice cream cone and one of them falls off? Yeah. Has yeah. that ever happened with soft serve? I've had a big chunk of soft serve just fall on the ground. Yeah, because before, you're, you're, you were drunk when that happened and you have a, <laughs> you have a problem with alcohol. But normal <laughs> that people. That's true. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeking help. It's normal that people. That's never help. happened to anyone. And you can keep it pretty, pretty, as long as you have like a napkin and you're aware of the drips and you're keeping, you know, keeping an eye on it. But. It's, I think you can stay cleaner with soft serve because it's just – it's less of a hassle to make sure that the, the scoops are staying on. And uh, again, you could put toppings on a cone mm-hmm. and soft serve. That's all I'm saying. You can't really do that for hard serve. Well, I have the argument, Caleb. I, I, I what if I wanted like... vanilla ice cream, hard serve vanilla ice cream with sprinkles on top? How am I supposed to get that on a cone? The sprinkles are going to fall off. You can't get the amount of sprinkles that you can get on a vanilla. Yeah, yeah, the, the volume. You're right. You're right. The volume. And is, I'm a the volume isn't there. I'm a I'm a sprinkle guy. Okay. I have ice cream with my Did sprinkles. You, but I have the argument that will that will put the nail in the coffin here. Okay. okay? All right. That's what he thinks. <clears throat> I wasn't even gonna bring this up because I felt like it was unfair, but I have to now. Caleb, have you ever been to a McDonald's drive-through and asked them for ice cream? <laughs> What do they say? Almost all the time. I've never been to a Mc, I've never had McDonald's ice cream. Are you before. freaking kidding me? You never had a. a I've a never McFlurry? gone, to, but I've I've had McFlurries and stuff, okay. but only from other people getting it for me. I've never oh gone gosh. to McDonald's by myself and asked for ice cream. Okay, well, what they because when I got you. a license, I was like, oh, I could just drive to actual like ice cream places if I really want That's ice fair. cream. But 
for for normal Americans like me and our viewers, <laughs> if you've ever been to McDonald's, went to get ice cream, what do they tell you every time? The ice cream machine is broken. Right. Every time. Okay. Every single time. What does that have to do? You know what they wouldn't do? If they had a hard ice cream, they would never say that because the ice cream's already had. It's already been made. But At- soft serve ice cream, because that's how they make the ice cream at McDonald's, the McFlurries are used with soft serve ice cream, their machines, they can just argue that they're broke. If they switched to hard ice cream, none of us would have to go through the pain ever again. Of going in the middle of the night, just craving ice cream so bad. <laughs> Zay some more now. There's 7-Eleven not being nearby. And they just go to that McDonald's and asking that guy, can I have a cone? And <laughs> them saying, ice cream machine broke. Never right. have to go so as someone again. who worked at, again, worked at an establishment with ice cream, I actually worked at an establishment that had soft serve ice cream for a long time. And then just they got rid of the machine because they didn't want to uh, <clears throat> they didn't want to pay for the guy to come fix it because it was broken at one point. But all the time, it wasn't all the time for us. No, it was just it broke once and then they never fixed it again. But having hard serve is not the answer to getting ice cream whenever you want, because there's plenty of times when we were out of like the main flavors all the time we were out like that you get a tub or two and that's it for the week and if more a lot of people came in asking for that flavor you were done you couldn't get it at the end of the week until two weeks later when we got the next shipment of ice cream and they saw that we needed more ice cream and a lot of times we would just be like yeah we're out when we just didn't want to give it to you which i think at mcdonald's they do <laughs> they that they just do don't want to give you <laughs> the ice cream so they say that it's broken because the process is so annoying to make the McFlurry. Yeah. So that's probably what happened. It was the same thing with when whenever we were asked to make milkshakes, we would be like, oh, sorry, we don't have that flavor. Or our milkshake machine is broken when really it was just a blender. So we would just lie and so, so you, we didn't have to make it. You ruined kids' days. <laughs> You're such a terrible I don't person. care. Why are you getting ice cream at, at, at Baskin Robbins when, when Dairy Queen is right next door? Dude, you're the worst employee. Dude, you're so much better. I was like, so hey, why are you even getting me. stuff here? Don't even go here. It's so go annoying. Are you asking for a milkshake ten minutes before we close? Get out of here. You know who you are. Peanut butter milkshake. Yeah. Ugh. But no, that's. I don't think that that doesn't put the nail in the coffin to the Nails argument the just because a certain like McDonald's <laughs> one establishment. You don't understand the one pain. establishment doesn't like. You don't understand take care the pain. of like their their main. Like they don't like that's just a little thing that they have. Is it's the soft serve's fault. That's not the main. It's their point fault. of McDonald's. They're a burger joint. Like they're a fast food restaurant that has ice cream. If it was an ice cream place, that was no. It, every ice cream place in the world was known to just every soft serve machine that they had was to just break down and you can never get ice cream. Okay, that argument might be all right, but just McDonald's. No one's going to McDonald's anyway to get a to get soft serve for the most part. I'm talking. Legit they want a flurry. They yeah. want a, a cone. Go to the boardwalk. People are poor, Caleb. <laughs> you know how much soft service anywhere else? It's not that expensive. 
Okay, but it's like a dollar at McDonald's. <laughs> what are you getting a cone for a dollar, bro? Whatever. It's a, <laughs> I don't know. McDonald's ice cream is just, dumb. Caleb, Caleb is so freaking rich from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I just live in the slums. I will get, like, I'll I always get my my sprinkles and, and, and whatnot because, you know, soft serve is better. I think I made my argument pretty pretty clear and I just destroyed yours. But you just might not be good at arguing because I, I keep winning these. That's absolutely incorrect, first of all. Second of all, I'm going to come up to a, a particular fan who uh, um, made an argument that, that Caleb crushed me and that I, he w- that I just was going in circles in uh in the first uh debate we did i hate you you know who you are <laughs> mr shelly screw you man i won that argument you did not multiple people <laughs> told me that I, that was like i clearly won that multiple stuck, people multiple, multiple people. people idiots <laughs> so he's calling our fans idiots morons wow okay <laughs> See, this is what happens when someone who can't debate a topic is upset that somebody else can talk about anything. And I probably convinced many people that it's gravy. Just nope. like tonight, I probably convinced many people that it's soft serve yeah, is the mind. better one. Yeah, Just because mind. you can't really – it's all right, dude. Don't be, dude. don't be upset. You do a lot of other things really good in this life. But arguing for things that you love is not one of them. That's not true. And is that true? Yeah, it's not true. That's you true. don't do that many I do that well. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, Caleb has all the power. Just want to clarify this. Caleb has way too much power. This is we all getting cut anyway. I don't even know why you were talking about I hate this. This you is all so getting much. cut. <laughs> this is just, this is just th- who knew that you can gaslight in a podcast? That's what this is. This is podcast gaslighting. So let us know who you think won if soft serve or hard serve. Did I'd you change your mind? Did you I don't think, why anybody. are we talking about this? That's the main reason we do this because it's just <laughs> we don't know why. Uh, hit us up, bromopod at yep. gmail.com or at Caleb underscore my last name on Instagram or at yep. Aaron underscore Stranges. Nice. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening again. Uh, if you want to ask us a question or give us a topic to talk about, um, tell us either on those things that we said, the our Gmail or our Instagrams. <laughs> DM us. Uh, we'll probably be doing a poll on Instagram soon to ask and see what you guys want us to talk about. Um, thanks for listening, though. Uh, we're going to sign out on a, with our famous uh, sign-off Yeah. right now. And we'll say, all right. See, see you. Bye, <clears throat> guys. My loneliness is killing, killing me. It sounds like I feel like it was even worse. It sounds like you're creeping up behind me to, like, to try and like sing back and try and Gosh, so messed up. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that was a, that's I like was saying it and I felt weird saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it too soon still? I think it's too I, soon. I make-